Hey, everybody, it's Ryan Ripley. Wanted to get a new offering in front of you as soon as possible, evidence-based leadership. And so, as you all know, Todd Miller, myself, and Will Seeley, we're big on evidence-based management. We want to apply it to the leadership space. We all know that modern managers face complex challenges every day. You're juggling a lot of needs, your direct reports, your stakeholders, your customers, they all need constant attention. What we want to do is help you manage that. We want you to use information and data to make good decisions around all of these areas so that we're delivering the right thing at the right time for the right customer. And we know that we're doing that because we're using data and evidence to validate all the things that we're doing. And not only that, we're not just looking at value, but we're looking at our capabilities as an organization. Can we deliver on time? Can we innovate effectively? Do we have too much tech debt? Do we have too many things in process? Are we unable to deliver when the market demands that we do? We look at all of these things with evidence-based management. We merge that into a leadership uh, mindset and lens, and we enable you to make new and better decisions repeatedly based off of the data that you're collecting within your organization. It's exciting stuff. We hope you can join us. Visit agileforhumans.com forward slash EBL course. Join us in one of these offerings. We think you're going to love it. Hope you can join us. Use Agile for Humans, the number four to take another 15% off of this course. And uh, we can't wait to see you there. You know, that is a nice little mellow jam, isn't it, Todd? Yeah, I'm glad you said something about it. It, uh, it gets me like in the zone of, we're gonna do a, your daily scrum today. No, 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 no. Yeah, just kind of like, we're yeah. in the space now. Yeah, never sing, no. it, never sing it to me again. Yeah, I'm sorry. That was kind of <laughs> weird, wasn't it? <laughs> All right, we have another viewer question, Todd. How does a scrum team handle unexpected work? Mm -hmm. We get this a lot, don't we? Yeah, yep. I got one opinion on this. Let's hear it. Uh, it doesn't really need to be done. Ooh. So you're going like hot take right out of the gate. Hot not take even right a, out of the gate. We're not a minute in and you're telling the teams, ignore that unexpected work. Does it have to be done? That's what I, I think that we shouldn't necessarily ignore it, but I think we should question it. And I think that um, this triggers a conversation that developers need to have with the product owner and uh, in a couple different facets, right? What if the product owner is the one forcing you to do it? Does it really need to be done that a Scrum Master should step in and talk about the damage that this could cause to the sprint, potentially a sprint goal, uh, or... Um, uh, maybe it's uh, an outside influencer that came to the developers asking for something and, and developers need to trigger a conversation with the product owner to determine whether it really should happen or not. I just think like we're, we're, we're so inclined to say yes to everything. I, I thought that it would be a good hot take to say we should question whether it needs to be done right now or can it go in the product backlog and be addressed later. You know, I, I agree with you. And actually, I think there is, I think one of the few rules in the Scrum Guide actually supports this stance, hmm. right? No changes are made that hmm. would endanger the sprint goal. I think that's a really important idea to keep in mind. As this uninterrupted work comes in, this, or I'm sorry, this unexpected interrupt type work comes in, you know, I think Todd's initial question is right. Do we actually have to do this? And that's a great conversation with the product owner. But when we're deciding, do we have to, I think the word, I think the question could be worded as should we do this when mm -hmm. we start thinking about, could this put the sprint goal in jeopardy? Mm -hmm. Right. And so if we have to do this work, how do we do it in such a way that the sprint goal stays intact? I think has to be that, that secondary thought, right? Yeah. Yeah. To that point, if we have to do this work, 
and we find that the sprint goal is no longer achievable because of it, they, then the, I mean, the, 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 the nuclear option here is a product owner cancels a sprint, which right. is, we, we talk about that's an exception, not a rule, um, but that's an option you got here if, if, it, if you can't, if the sprint goal is no longer achievable. Yeah. And so I, I think those are two really important considerations. Do we have yeah. to do this? And if we do, how do we do it in a way that does not put the sprint goal in danger? Um, now, if we decide we have to do this work, and let's say this is happening regularly, Todd, that this work is coming in, it's production interrupt work, it's stuff we have to do to keep customers you know, active and, and working correctly and all those things. Um, what do we do then? Um, so uh, if this is a consistent thing, I'd say there's probably a dark corner of your application that you should address, right? Yep. Um, see if you can find patterns and where your application might be uh, fragile, or as they say in a Christmas story, fragile. Fragile. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I, I think that that might be interesting for us to find themes and actually solve technical debt so that we can inevitably not have to deal with those corners of it. Um, so that that's, I don't know if that's another hot take or not, Ryan. You know, I wasn't expecting to turn this into like a rule-based legalistic type of, mm -hmm. of episode, but there's also a quality does not mm -hmm. decrease rule in Scrum, right? So mm -hmm. if you've got this tech debt that's cropping up, that's actually causing repeatable interrupt work to come in and disrupt your sprints, I think Todd's hit it right on the head. You have tech debt that you need to solve because at some point you've allowed quality to decrease. Mm -hmm. And that is against uh, against one of the very few rules in Scrum that, that quality at some point has has diminished. And we have to restore that. And so we actually try to solve the root uh, of that issue. You know, some other things we've recommended in the past, if we know over, if we have data that shows that, you know, each and every sprint, about 20% of our sprint is clogged up with interrupt work, we'll hold off 20% in sprint planning to just make space and make it transparent that this is happening as a way to encourage the, the product owner, the organization, whoever it is to actually invest in improving quality. Right. We want to make sure that that eventually gets handled. And so you have a lot of options here. Right. Let's mm -hmm. make sure that regardless of what we do. Right. Our decision would not put the sprint goal in danger, mm -hmm. that we're not decreasing quality. And in fact, what we're trying to do is get to a space to where the interrupt work stops happening at all. We're trying to solve yeah. the root problem, as Todd mentioned. Yep. That interrupt, that interrupt work uh, decreases the predictability of your system. Yeah. Right. All right. I think we did all right on this one, Mr. Miller. And so we're going to close out with a call for everyone to check out the socials, right? Take a look at uh, everywhere that we're at on the internet. We're dropping a lot of content out there for all of you to learn from. Uh, we hope it's helpful. Be sure to hit that like and subscribe button. We smash that button, right, Todd? We do. Hawk smash it. I'm Hulk getting smash. through my marvels. <laughs> Where are you at right now? Uh, we just uh, finished Age of Ultron. Sweet. That's a, that's a good one. Yeah. All right. As Todd works on his uh, Hulk smash and through the Marvels, we're going to offer some videos down below for you to check out to continue your learning journey. Be sure to like and subscribe, as we said, because a lot of things are coming uh, pretty fast. We have con fixing your Kanban, fixing your Scrum, Scrum Guide 2020. It's a 101 type of show to look at different pieces of the Scrum Guide. So you don't want to miss any of that. So make sure you uh, get notified when we put new content out. Uh, you know what? I think that's it for today. I want you to go forward, have a good day, scrum on, deliver some value, and we will see you tomorrow. Cheers, everybody. Hey, it's Ryan. If you're enjoying this show and want to take a deeper dive into scrum with me and Todd, check out agileforhumans.com forward slash training. Be sure to also look at the show notes to subscribe to our newsletter. 
get a copy of our book, Fixing Your Scrum, and learn more about working with us at Agile for Humans. Thanks for listening, and scrum on.